Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, June 5th. Thank you guys for tuning in. I see some phone, the phone lines lighting up. Um, I want to thank you guys again for tuning in, and thank you for those who will listen on the playback. We're excited about tonight's guest, but I just want to remind you that if you have comments or questions um, for us or for our guests, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Four three nine nine. Now I'm going to bring Denise in so she can say hello. Good evening, everyone. Thank you again for joining us tonight on Beauty Talk. I wanted to shout out um, some of our listeners around the world who checked in with us last week. Of course, our listeners, our faithful listeners here in the U.S., as well as the U.K., uh, Canada, Senegal, and Ghana, we thank you all uh, for joining us this past week. Um, are so happy for your continued support. So thank you guys for listening. Also, I just wanted to remind everyone, especially if you're in the UK, if you're in London, and you did not hear the news, IMATS uh, London has been postponed until further notice. So IMATS London postponed until further notice. So hopefully we'll hear something soon about um, what's happening with IMATS London, and we can get that information to you guys as quickly as possible. But I do know for now they will be planning um, a series of pro-industry events there in London. So there will be some pro-industry events taking place uh, with Michael Key and IMATS. All right, and and that was just – when was that show supposed to be? Uh, In June. June, okay. Yeah, so this month. Later, it was supposed to be okay. later this month. And are there any other uh, IMAT shows already scheduled? Do you know? Uh, no, there, there's talks of one uh, coming to Atlanta, possibly. So I think that's being worked on now, being planned okay. now. All right. All right. All right, well, we'll move on. Um, tonight we are joined by Ms. Dita Massey and Jessica Williams of Last Look Chicago, and I'm going to bring the ladies on right now. Hey, ladies. Hey. Hi. How are you? <laughs> How are you? We're doing good. <laughs> oh, so good. good. So good. Thank you for how, having us. 
Of course. Now, you know, Jessica, I think um, I was supposed to be asking you guys the last time that we all were on um, with Michael DeVellis. Was that like a year or more ago? That was about a year ago. They did a follow-up. Yeah, um, yeah the follow-up. Just, mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. That was a year ago. Mm-hmm. That was my plan back then to ask you guys then. So please forgive wow. me, but I'm happy that you're on now. <laughs> That's okay. So yeah. much has happened between now and then. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's... Let's just, I'm going to let you ladies just um, introduce yourself to our listening audience. I know that Dita has been on the show before, maybe even twice, I'm not sure, but um, reintroduce yep. yourself, Dita, and then Jessica, introduce yourself to our listening audience. Okay. Sure, sure. So, um, first of all, thank you for having us. And, um, yes, I have been on before, but I'm so delighted and happy to be on with my business partner, um, Jessica Williams, and um, for those who don't know, my name is Dina Massey. Um, I started in the business in 1998, um, doing print editorial, yada, yada, yada. Um, I was working corporate, graduated from law school, Loyola School of Law, left and quit my job and moved to Los Angeles in 2002. Fast forward, cut to um, <laughs> moved back home to Chicago. I'm a native of Chicago, Illinois and start working in TV and film. And my first um, film was Divergent as an additional. And then I landed a regular additional um, position at Chicago Fire for seven seasons. Um, but two of those seasons, I was the key makeup. And so I kind of just bounced around all over. Um, but when I moved back to Chicago uh, from Los Angeles, I started working in theater at the Lyric Opera House here in Chicago. Um, Justin and I, we kind of knew of one another, but never um, mm-hmm. met uh, in person. And so we met at the Lyric, and uh, she reached out to her sister and asked me <laughs> if I wanted to um, be a part of this production. And that's how we um, started working together, and the rest is history. And so um, <laughs> here we are today, and we'd love to talk about more about our new business venture, Last Look Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, and why Last Look um, Chicago is important. That's, that's so interesting, Dita, because I never knew that you did something with the theater. I never knew that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. When I moved, no. back, from Boston, yeah, when I moved back from Los Angeles, um, you know, the TV and film industry in Chicago was dead. Um, so okay. everybody was working mm-hmm. at the Lyric Opera House. Everybody gotcha. was. Yeah, and um, Jessica hit me up and heard that I had moved back and that I was looking for work, and she was like, hey, why don't you come down to the Lyric and work with us? And I'm like, cool, you know. She's like, it's not glamorous, gotcha. but, you know, let's, let's, you know, you can meet and network. And, and unknowingly, all the department heads today that are working in film and TV were the ones that were working at the Lyric. Yep. So oh, wow. I was building oh, wow. yeah, I was building a network. I was being introduced to those women and didn't know years later they would be department heads. Wow. Yep. Yep. So you just never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. You never know where your path may lead to, what those steps how important those steps are and what those paths you know, those steps may lead to. 
Absolutely. And also how important those those relationships are that you build with people when you first meet them, like when you were working at the mm-hmm. theater. It's building those relationships to help you to get to where you are now in TV and film. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, you never – and that's you, – you, you've made a key point, building those relationships. You know what I mean? A lot of times people think this is a, a microwave, you know, industry. But it's so yeah. important that we build these relationships and get to know people because you never know what other on the other side when you will meet those people, when your path may cross again with those persons. And so it's just important mm-hmm. just to, you know, be kind to everybody and just, you know, get to know everybody because those were the ones that I was calling asking, hey, remember me from the yeah. lyric? Right. Uh, I would right. love to, you know. <laughs> A help and be an additional be considered, you know, when mm-hmm. you need help. So it's, it's just very important. I think that's something we have to just, you know, we were teaching a class earlier with our local union, and, you know, we have to say that because people think it's just like, oh, I can do makeup, oh, I can do hair, I'm, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. You know, this industry can be very clicky. This industry can be about yeah. who you know, you know, and our merits is just not enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. So that's a little bit about my story. Gotcha. And you, Jessica? Yes. um, To piggyback what Dina said, it is an absolute pleasure to join you ladies this evening and discuss all things makeup as it pertains to working in film and television, and particularly in Chicago. So, A little background about Jessica. Well, I mean, to go really far, I knew at some point I was a creative spirit. I had been drawing. I went to school here at the Art Institute for, they had trimesters at the time. And I just didn't dig it because for me, makeup was synonymous with being creative, you know, and, you know, you can't put creative people in the box. So I didn't like it. And um, had my daughter at 19, so, of course, I had to go to work to make money and put food on the table. So I began working in retail, and um, I had a client who ran a cosmetic department, and she was in a bit of a pickle. They kind of messed up her order for uh, an outfit that she needed to wear to a gala. She was so impressed by how I handled her. A week later, she had me at the makeup counter at Texas Avenue working for Christian Dior. Now, at the time, Um, I was going to school for fashion illustration, right, and everything was beginning to move forward into computers and digital. So, again, me being a rebel that I am, I'm like, you know what, I'm not feeling that. So um, I ended up working at Saks, working for Christian Dior, and discovered makeup being my medium. And that was actually 28 years ago yesterday. I was only 23 And that's when I was first introduced into makeup. I had no idea that it would lead me to where I am now, right? So I'm working at the counters. I began to freelance, began to meet different people. I began to work on music videos back then. There weren't that many, but oftentimes a lot of artists would come to Chicago and film here because it was cheaper, and they knew that people could work for little or nothing. I'm walking around with a caboodle. Like, hey, yeah, I can work for $150, and I'm spending $19 on the set. Had no idea, you know. And so 
you know, that went on for a while, and then I began freelancing for Mac here in Chicago. Like it made, well, it was Marshall Fields at the time. Um, Oak Street, you know, there was a bunch of different cosmetic counters that I would jump around. And so during this time, there weren't many people of color doing makeup and hair at that time. So our union let 10 people in, 10 black folks in. I think I was number eight. And the way that happened, I was freelancing at Mackinac Street, and the woman who was department heading barbershop too, um, she had her key who used to work at the Playboy um, publishing company or what have you. And somehow my name got to her. Another person referred me to her. Just so happened she came in the store, and I ended up helping her. So she was like, okay, it's met. So next thing I know, I'm on the set as a third for Barbershop 2, and that was in 2004. Um, again, had no idea what this world was about. It was completely new to me. And um, it was really slow. There weren't many projects coming. To this point, it was very clicky. Um, there was a point in time where I was going to walk away and ended up getting called to work on Divergent. What was supposed to be a couple weeks ended up being like eight weeks, and that literally saved my career. Met a lot of people. Like Zita said, she and I had crossed paths through people, never really met in person, but her name just kept popping up, like, you got to meet this sister named Zita. You've got to meet this sister named Dita. So one day I ran into someone who knew her. I'm like, that's it. Give this woman my number. And and that's how we ended up meeting. Had no idea that we were cross paths and build this business that we have today. So after Divergent came the Wolf, the Wolf films like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. They playing on that. Betrayal came here. Um, there was a few other shows that came and went. And then all of a sudden, it was like, man, you know, all of the quote-unquote good people were taken. They were working on shows, so they needed folks to day play. So Dita and myself were like the go-to people. Like folks were legit fighting over us because there just weren't enough solid people. Um, next thing I know, I began working as a key on Chicago PD, for like four and a half seasons, um, we worked together on Chirac. There were some films that came here called Southside with You and Beat that was with Netflix. I department headed that. Dita is like my co-pilot. Wherever I go, that's, she's, she's right there. And we just, next thing I know, I mean, just back to back to back, we're working on stuff. Um, I worked on 61st Street as a personal for Courtney B. Vance and Anjanu Ellis this past year. It was a joy working with them. And now Dita and I are currently working on this show called Saturdays, which is a Disney production, and we are having a ball. We're having a ball. What we discovered leading into Last Week Chicago was that all the knowledge that we have and all the skills that we have, we realized one thing, and that was that, you know, during our time of growing and learning the business, no one helped us. You know, either they were too busy or just simply didn't want to, you know. And I made a commitment in saying that if I ever got to the point where I could reach back and help folks to get where we are, 
you know, or to just make things solid in this city to where people don't think when they come to Chicago that there isn't enough skilled professional talent and folks here, I would be the one to change that. Dita shared the same sentiment, you know, and we got together while working on beats with a couple other folks and was like, listen, you know, we have to find a means to an end. We have to figure out what can we do to bridge this gap for those who were once, where we once were. What can we do to bridge this gap? And that's how Last Week Chicago came to be. Dita actually uh, came up with the name, Last Week Chicago, and here we are. That's my story. Great. Wow. So were you referring yeah. to, um, were you referring to uh, Beverly Joe? Uh, yes. Prior? Yeah. That's who gave mm-hmm. me my, after my first opportunity, Beverly Joe. She sure did. She nice. sure did. Yep. It's funny yeah. how things come full so, circle like that. You guys said a lot in your introductions, and I'm trying to uh, figure out where I want to start. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, let's start here. Um, you said you know, you were talking about the union in Chicago. It, explain to our audience what that is, how you get in, for those who may be interested, you know, what's required for you to get in. Explain that. Okay. okay. Well, did, you want me to start? Okay, no problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, we're with, Studio Mechanics Local 476. It's not like Local 706 or 798 that you ladies work where it's, it's just specifically makeup and hair. Studio Mechanics Local 476 is a much broader spectrum because it's more of a smaller circuit in comparison to L.A. or New York, okay? So you'll have grip, you'll have lighting, um, you'll have set deck, you'll have a bunch of different departments. I know camera has their own, costume has their own. But the makeup and hair is, again, another segment. Um, Within that, whereas, you know, a 706 or 798, you have to do either or. With 476, you could do makeup and hair. The thing is, of course, if you are a hairstylist, you have to have a cosmetology license in order to perform those services. Um, to get in the union, it's, it's funny because we had this discussion earlier today in a class that we taught. There is no specific formula. Oftentimes, you have some people who are grandfathered in. Uh, you have some people who are just at the right place at the right time, like myself. You know, you have certain times where, like, you know, you have to work a certain amount of hours within a quarter, Sometimes you can work on an independent film that can get what we call flips, and basically what that means is what, if, if, if it started off as an independent film, somehow the union got involved and it made it into a union project. So if you're working on an indie film and it turns into a union project, then that's another way you could get in. But usually what happens is that you could be referred Someone can write letters on your behalf and say, hey, this individual has the skills, is professional, whatever, whatever, has some experience, and we think they would be a good fit. Now, will you get in and immediately start working on 
a project as a third or a key, it, again, it depends, you know, you being at the right place at the right time. Or like, for instance, we have an individual that's currently working on the show with us, the Dita trained uh, last year, and Dita spoke very highly of her. I trust Dita's um, opinions and respect what she says and what have you. So we gave her an opportunity to come work with us. So really, in essence, there is no straight formula, you know, but definitely have the skills, be coachable, moreover, be humble, uh, be willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that your squad shines and that you're able to help and assist your department and your key and, and your third and do whatever it is that is required of you. And um, you will more than likely get in. I know I've, I've helped some people get in who I just saw something in them and, you know, whatever class that we taught or what have you, they stuck to it and they were dedicated. So that's now, is there some a, of the way. Is there a cost to it? There is a is fee. Is there a cost? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a fee. I haven't, man, it's been so long. I don't even know what it costs now. But I know once you are sworn in, you, there are dues that you do pay. Um, but there is a fee, Dita. Do you know what it is? I don't remember. It's something like, you know, I don't know, you know what? 25 I don't, I don't even know. $25? No. No, 2500 I wish it was oh, $25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I forget how much it is, to be honest with you. Yeah, there but is I, a fee, and I'm not sure what mm-hmm. it is for local seven six um for our union. Um but there is a, is that once they, you know, um you get sworn in, you meet with the business manager of local four seven six and you sign the pertinent information, papers, documents, yada yada, and um you do pay. They tell you how much to bring in a cashier's check. I think at the time when I got into the union, um I wanna say mine was like seventeen hundred. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, but now I'm sure it's more because it's more work in Chicago. Mhm. Yeah, I'm sure it's more. And to Jeff, and Jeff, we got Jeff, and yeah, what? and we got in a long time ago. And to Jessica's point, the way I got into Local Four Seven Six, I was in living in Los Angeles, and everyone thought I was grandfathered in from the union there, but I never got into the union. Um, I think it's Seven O Six in Los Angeles. Um, the way I got in is working at the Lyric Opera House. They wrote um, two people there wrote two letters of recommendation, and that's how I got in the union. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, so do, you know, um, do you guys see a lot of people in the Chicago area wanting to do film and TV? Or absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. A mm-hmm. lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're coming. They're, not, they're coming. They're more now than they have. There has there has ever been. I would I say. agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And some are. It's interesting saying, though. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Dita. Oh, no, no. Some are even moving from Los Angeles because it's so much work here. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of people, not a lot, but, I, you know, when I talk to you, they're like, yeah, well, I moved here because there was more work here, you know. And, and you know, and for, you know, Chicago, you know, they look at us like, okay, this is a small 
a small pond, but it's really not. You know what I mean? So maybe mm-hmm. I, if I can get in there, you know, then I can. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, have even relocated from Los Angeles to try to get in here because there's work here. I mean, we have uh, the Dick Wolf shows, uh, the one Chicago franchise. So those are consistent. Fire, PD, and mm-hmm. Med. You know, mm-hmm. you get on that. Which Jessica was the key on PD one at one point. I was the key on Fire. Um, you know, that's that's a that's a nice. That's those are hours built towards your insurance. You know what I'm saying? That's consistent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So people, you know, they want that consistency. You know, ten so, months per season. Yeah. A long time to be, you know, filming. That's a long, time. Seven, that's a long yeah. time to have a baby. <laughs> I mean, it's a long time. <laughs> but, you mm-hmm. know, I did it for seven seasons. Jessica did it for what, five? Four and a half, but four, four and, and a half, half consistently. Yeah. But I day played since, I mean, for as long as Chicago Fire has been around. So, what, they're going into yeah. what, their ninth, tenth season of, about? They're going about to that? Tenth season. Jeez, yeah, yep. season. Sure is. So sure it's is. just you know, it's it's you know, yeah. People are relocating, you know, because our production listing is getting longer and longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The interesting mm-hmm. thing about those who who want to do this, though, you know, they express their interest and they see, you know, hashtag set life. People walking around with their bags, their curling irons. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the dynamic or the lifestyle and what you sacrifice when you're working in film and right. television. It's not all glitter and gold, you know. Not you're not all. walking around with a full face of makeup looking cute with some, you know, a kitten heel. It's like, no, you're gully. <laughs> you know, you, you mm-hmm. are dressed down. You're in some of the worst, most, you know, you, you're working in locations that you would have never dreamt of even seeing or let alone being in or smelling. You know, it's not as glamorous as one thinks. The commitment, you know, uh, mm-hmm. again, just humbling yourself and understand that sometimes you're being told what to do, even though you may have a better way of doing things. If it's not your mm-hmm. show and not your department, you got to bite your tongue and do what you want. Oh, I tell people, okay, like, listen, man, this isn't your ship. This ain't your ship. So, you have to do what the captain says, and 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 that's it, you know. So once that's, they really get in, that's in itself. Yes, it yeah. is. So, yes, it is. You know. Yeah. So once they wow. see, they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, hold up. Okay, this is yeah. This ain't this ain't the salon life, honey. <laughs> this is different. Right. <laughs> different. <laughs> what, what, talk, about, talk about that a little bit, because since you all have a background in theater, talk about that a little bit because you all had to transition from theater into film and TV. So talk about the differences and, you know, if, if that was hard for you to, to make that transition or did you just, you know, automatically understand what the differences were when you went from theater to TV and film? You know what? Uh, you want to go first? Oh, sure. Sure. So that's a good question. Um, I think working, at the makeup counter and theater, all of it is, is skills that's needed in, in TV and film. Although, as a makeup artist, I would never work in the hair department in TV and film, as we all know. Um, mm-hmm. But I love the experience in the theater, you know, how to put on a wig. You know what I'm saying? I know how to put on a wig and take off a wig. You know, um, 
and then theater makeup can be more elaborate, you know, than what TV and film is. So the difference, you know, in theater and TV and makeup, TV and makeup, you know, is shot in, you know, high definition, as we all know. So the makeup looks different, you know what I'm saying? Um, but in terms of what you're saying, how, you know, we made that transition, um, again, a lot of the department heads who, um, a lot of the ones that were working at the, at the Lyric, excuse me, were department heads on the shows like Betrayal, Chicago PD, mm-hmm. Chicago Med, uh, Chicago Fire. These people were already working at the Lyric. Mm-hmm. And so when it was time for them to put their teams together, you know, we I had, I had already knew them, Jessica knew them. We had already built relationships with these people. Mm-hmm. So um, it was kind of like a family. It was almost, what, like 10 or, or 20 of us. And so yeah. we just kind of built our network around that, those 20 that we already knew. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was an easy transition because those people were applying for the department head jobs and they got it. And so that's mm-hmm. how we were able to put on a lot of these features and a lot of these shows. In addition to that, on a, on a creative end, uh, what Vita touched on was the differences between doing makeup for high definition and for theater. So, of course, high definition, television, um, the monitors, the cameras, they read things differently versus someone that's sitting in an audience far away from a stage. So makeup application is much harsher, more stronger, more linear, because there's so much lighting and shadows on that stage. If you don't do certain techniques, it's just a blur. The individual is is a blur. For instance, I swing in and out on the musical Wicked. Now, first off, you have folks that are watching this program in real time. You can't lag. You got to be in there. You got to be out. You cannot mess up. Can't go over your time because you have the wig department that's coming in to do their thing and wardrobe. I have 15 minutes to bang this woman out. I have 15 minutes to get this lady green and to make her pretty and to be able to separate her features so that it reads the way your eye would read if you were to watch it on camera, right? So that's a different transition. You have to be able to be multifaceted and understand that the makeup that you do for film and TV, you can't go and make it as soft or as quote-unquote pretty as you would for film and TV. It has to be much stronger. The lines have to be much more defined. You got to be able to separate that jawline from that neck. Otherwise, that person is going to look like a thumb when you all the way back in balcony seat and they're on the stage. So, <laughs> um, with respect to being able to transition, it's 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 a lot that you carry with you um, as far as working in film and uh, working working in theater, you know. But they're both two great skill sets to have, and being able to interchange the two is equally as great. Yes, yes, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. So last yeah, look. But, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yay, last, last look. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a 
little bit about, you know, um, tell me about its purpose. And um, I heard Jessica mention a little bit about, you know, why you guys created, but talk more about its purpose and why it was created, who it's for, um, and what you want to see the program do. So um, let's look Chicago. Um, and we all know, well, the, you know, the, the, the term comes from, you know, when the first AD says, or, you know, the second AD says, last look. That means vanities go in and they do their last looks on actors before the camera says, you know, before they shoot the, um, the shot, shoot, you know, start shooting the, um, the film. So um, that's where the term comes from, Last Look Chicago, catchy um, term, so we decided to use it. Um, but Last Look Chicago is an industry depot for makeup artists, hairstylists, and barbers who work in TV and film, um, and theater, and theater also, theater production. Um, so our mission is to create a career and economic development initiative that connects a pipeline of the next generation. So what we're doing with Last Look is, like Jessica was saying, we are giving um, those who are interested in working behind the scenes an opportunity, training them. That's what our workforce development program is about. Our incubator program is about is giving them the tools, the knowledge they need to be successful on set. And so we, um, our mission is that we're creating this pipeline of next generation industry professionals. And the pipeline is that we want to keep this thing going. We want to keep, you know, rotating a new generation, the um, gener- generation, excuse me, the next generation, keep rotating mm-hmm. because what happens is, is that people stay in these positions and they never leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, it is our goal to train and educate and empower and enlighten and inspire the next generation and create this pipeline. Um so that's basically what it is. And we're also a retail depot, um, like Nigel's friends. We are getting there um, and building that. Um, the, re, the workforce development part of our business took off because it was needed in the industry, especially here in Chicago. And so mm-hmm. that started with Set Etiquette 101. So we start teaching Set Etiquette. We received a grant through the Chicago Film Office and the um, Department of Cultural Affairs um, in January through a program called Chicago Made. So we were independent contractors um, alongside with this grant, and they were looking for brown and black um, candidates who were interested in working behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. they had interviews, yada, 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 but they brought Max McQueen as an um, independent contractor to train these two girls these two women, excuse me, who wanted to be aspire, who are aspiring makeup artists. And now not only did we get them trained, we also got them a part of the union. So now they mm-hmm. were sworn in last month, and one of them, both of them, are working now on this project with us for Disney. So that's how it goes. It's, they go through this uh, rigorous training, um, this workforce development program. Um, that's just one way. Um, but that is that is the mission, that is the goal, of uh, the objective of Last Look Chicago is to train the next generation, to create a pipeline, um, to, to help someone climb, as Tyler Perry says, to pass the baton and get more people trained in this industry um, to work on set. And so that's, that's what we do. Um, and so the workforce development component, as I mentioned, it took off. 
Um, we're still building the retail part um, on our website, Last Week Chicago. Um, in 2020, um, and Jessica and I took that opportunity to speak to vendors and, 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 and collaborate with some people that we know through the industry, of course. So we're in the mm-hmm. process of building and um, getting capital so we can build that retail part. So we, too, um, as a minority-owned, woman-owned business, we, too, can, um, you know, be like a Nigel and a friend in the Midwest mm-hmm. and Atlanta and New York. You know, they, they can buy from us. So we're in the process of right. doing that. Yeah. Um, anything you want to add, Jessica? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think Dina summed it up perfectly. I don't have anything to add. She nailed it. She nailed it. That's <laughs> all of that. All of that. <laughs> now, let me ask you, in Chicago, um, are mm-hmm. they allowing allowing artists who are not union to work on projects like uh, Chicago Fire and Chicago PD? And features, are they allowing non-union the only, people? The only way you can work on any union uh, product, production, one or two ways, you have to have a permit, and you have to be a union member. You cannot be a non-union member and work on a union project at all. So gotcha. there have been, yep, there have been instances where, you know, we were able, or you know, in some instances where people are able to get folks to work on a project that, you know, with a permit. But in order for that to take place, uh, we will have to exhaust the out-of-work list. So before I can say, hey, I would like for Jennifer, who has a permit, to come work on the show with us, they will ask us, well, listen, you know, have you looked at the out-of-work list and called those people? I'll be very honest with you. Sometimes those people are on that out of work list for something that they did. And no, I'm not going to call a person just because they're out of work. I have to make sure that that individual is going to be able to deliver in a professional manner and to help us do what we need to do on our show. So yeah. that's your question. We so have to have a permit. What's the so process of getting that like permit? Yeah, is that temporary? The permit, what's the process for getting that? And is that something that's just like a one-time thing or? That's a good question. I think it goes back to the union. Um, Mm -hmm. So what happens with the permit is what the union, and this is something I had to do. I'm not sure, Jessica, you could talk on it, if she had to do this. But I had to call the union every Monday. We tell people that. If you want to work and be even considered and put on the permit list here in Chicago for Local 476 Studio Mechanics, you need to call every single Monday and get your name on the list. And here's yep. the thing. When you are about to be sworn into the union or even considered to be in, in the union, they look at that list to see how many times you have called. They want to see how serious you are. That's, that's, that is the formula. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, every Monday I keep, you know, that's one thing I tell people because they ask, you know, how can I get in the union? Call every Monday and put your name on the list. And um, at one point, there was a young lady who is now a part of 706. She worked uh, as a third in Chicago Fire. She was calling for five years. Yep. For five years before she got into the union. And so some people feel like, you know, oh, they'll never work or, you know, oh, I've been calling. Well, keep calling because I was calling Mm -hmm. for two. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And when my turn came to be considered, when that referral letter hit their desk, they was like, oh, she, oh, she's called for two years. Okay, come on in. Let's, let's sit in the union. Mm-hmm. So um, that that is the first step to be on that permit list. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now, some of the people that's in Chicago that's interested in being in the union and in working on a lot of the projects there, what do you see in some of these people? Do you see people who who lack the skills? Do you see, or is it a variation? Is it very skilled people or people who, who lack skills and need the training? Um, or, you know, what does it look like in Chicago to you guys? I would say it's definitely a variation from those who have never touched a brush or a blow dryer a day in their life to those who've been doing it for many, many years and decided that they wanted to have a career change. And everywhere, anyone in in between, you know, I always say that we all have to start somewhere. I can't say that there's anyone who came into the business as a makeup artist or hairstylist and knew exactly what that was and what it involved and how to go about it and how to just even not just what you do within your department, but also how to engage and interact with people in other departments because it is a very close, you know, uh, interactive business where you do have to work simultaneously with other departments, you know. So it's one of those things where you almost get kind of thrown into it. You know what I'm saying? I could definitely tell mm-hmm. you that I was thrown into it. I didn't know a doggone thing about, you know, not talking while they're filming or what to go in to touch someone up or, you know, not having certain conversations with your cast. Or one of the, one of the phrases we talked about often today was reading the room. You know, so no matter how skilled you are in your craft, you still don't know. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's almost Very like true. going in blindly. Yeah, you you know, you're going in blind with your blinders on, and, you know, you're very, very lucky if you meet someone who's willing to pull you by the coattail and say, listen, I'm going to skill, school you and tell you everything you need to know so that you can be successful. So that's one thing. Um, again, you have people coming in who may have been doing hair and makeup for 15, 20 years and think they can be told a doggone thing. And it's like, well, actually, you don't know anything. Like, I remember working on um, Public Enemy. Um, that particular show, you know, there was an average of like 30 or 40 additional people in both makeup and hair and costumes. And it was a period piece. So you work it on a film that takes place in 1930s, right? So you have to understand period makeup. There was someone in particular who came with every color of the spectrum. I mean, just a rainbow of colors laid out. Couldn't tell this person anything, honey. They had their whole kit, and they just looked crazy because they didn't want to be told anything but didn't understand that half majority of the stuff that you brought out there, you didn't even need, man. You know, so you have to kind of, Again, humble yourself and understand, although you may know quite a bit, you are walking into a world that you know nothing about. 
So you have to retrain yourself and, you know, mm-hmm. learn a new way of thinking as it pertains to working in film and television. So you have some right, people absolutely. who are coachable, you, you know, you have some people who are coachable, like, listen, I'm ready. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Then you have someone, oh, I got this. And it's like, oh, actually, you don't. Let me help you. You know what I'm saying? So it depends. Um, I now, agree you know, with Jessica. Okay, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 you go ahead. Um, I was just going to say um, totally 1,000% agree with Jessica because a lot of times, um, you know, people have been, in, you know, in doing makeup, maybe for celebrities or, you know, just working. But we know that TV and film is a whole different, it's a whole different world. It's where they say mm-hmm. all the magic happens, right? And so right. people come in and they may have been their own boss, you know, because they were freelancing. And then they come in, they're like, oh, I'm in background. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we need to do. And so they automatically feel like, oh, I'm not in the trailer with the actors because I work with celebrities. Um, no, you're not. You know, not on this show and not in this, this um, you know, in this arena because, you know, so it's 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 like you got to take a, you know, willing to take a, a piece of humble pie and, and, and do mm-hmm. what you're asked to do and go where you're asked to go. You know, even if you are a good makeup mm-hmm. artist, even if you, you know, you can paint, you know, you know, ten people at one time. Well, you really, we, we really need you in background. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, just, I just think people need to, you know, that's what lasts for Chicago. We get people kind of like a, um, uh, like some type of um, outline or outlook on what it really looks like to work behind the scenes because people come in with such expectations and their feelings get hurt because they feel like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just a star a celebrity hairstylist and makeup artist. What do you mean? You know, I work with Beyonce or I work with, you know, Rihanna. I work with whomever. You know, what do you mean I'm in the background? Well, yeah, that's where you're going, mm-hmm. background. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know. You just, all know. <laughs> yeah. And it just leads me to, I mean, I just want to talk a little bit these last few minutes about the state of the industry today because, First of all, what you ladies are doing is amazing, um, and it's so needed. I mean, not just Chicago, but everywhere. Um, And, you you know, like I think about when I first started in the business, and the background is where I went. And, you know, I never considered or thought about or worried about um, working on a trailer. But, you know, people feel like, that is the ultimate goal for some people. They have to be on this trailer. And I don't know if it's that others glorify it so much or, or they just, I don't know what it is, but I, I for myself know in being in the background, learning as much as I can and watching. And over the years, you get to watch the department heads. You get to watch the keys. You even get to see what the thirds are doing, and that's how you learn to mm-hmm. be a third and how you learn to be a key and a department, you know, just watching and, and observing every little thing. But in, in the background, it's where you get a chance to work those little kinks out. You know what I mean? You're not Because people are focused on the top positions, you know, in, yeah. the, in the trailer. So producers are going to go to your department heads and your keys. Directors are going to go mm-hmm. and the ADs are going to go to them. They're not coming to the people in the background. So 
for you who may not know anything, that's a safe place it really in the is. background where you yep. can learn, you really can grow, is. and work it all out. You know, um, Absolutely. I remember Jessica mentioned something about period makeup and doing period stuff. You know, when I first started out, I did a lot of period uh, shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful that I had that experience in the background. That's right. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I don't That's know right. what it is, but a lot of people are, um, I notice here in Atlanta, like people who came from, you know, doing anything but film and TV, they come into the film and TV world and they want to be on that trailer. They want to be the department head. They want to be, I, I think for a lot of people, it's about working with celebrities. That's exactly um, what it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and I think I think yeah. I think that social media has really twisted yeah. not just working in some of but just the beauty industry as a whole. Um yeah, absolutely. preconceived ideas. They see it as a as a hobby. And for some it may be, and you know, that's totally fine. But when you're thinking about working in film and television, we're talking about working. Yes, we're dealing with makeup, but it's still a job. <laughs> And you have to treat it like you would treat any job. If you were working in a law firm or at a bank, there's still rules, there's still guidelines that you have to follow. There's still a level of hierarchy that you have to work your way up to. You know, you can't walk in a bank and you only got experience as a teller and you're thinking you're about to run the bank. No, that's not going to work. Same thing applies, you know. But I, mm-hmm. I think that people are so enamored with working with individuals for the sake of status. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's where people go wrong. The term celebrity, I have to be honest, I don't even want to be coined as a celebrity anything, you know, mm-hmm. because first of all, if I'm a personal or celebrity artist, that means I'm a retainer and I'm on that private jet sitting right next to that individual, okay? Until then, mm-hmm. I'm not that. And I just think that, People get so stuck on titles and and just a a, a means to boast and brag. And like I said, again, that's cool, but at the end of the day, ultimately, that's not what this business is is about. I mean, it's very rewarding, and there's nothing like knowing all the blood, sweat, and tears and hours and commitment and research and sacrifices that you put into a project. There's nothing like seeing your work on that silver screen after you worked and you know everything you put into it, you're in your squad, you know, and you've earned that, that film credit. That's different because you knew what it took to go in it, you know. But in no way, shape, or form should anyone think that coming into this business, you automatically about to go and work with these folks and work in the, in the trailer. Honestly, I didn't want to work in the trailer, to you all's point. <laughs> I didn't. You know, because that was a whole level of work that I just wasn't ready for. I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But some of my best training was background. Absolutely. And and that's 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 something that we we try to get across to. I know the previous show I was on, um, Fox Big Leap. Everybody wanted to be in a trailer, and because there was such a big cast, we had two makeup trailers, and we needed people in the trailer. You know what I mean? But it got to a point where 
I can see some egos, <laughs> and it's like mm-hmm. I belong here, and this is my station. And I'm like, listen, uh, you get on another show. This may you may be way deep background, what they call it, <laughs> you know. So don't get your hopes up high. You know, we we need you here for this this show, but the every production is different. And so, you know, I had to explain to those ladies that I was training, like this is like not this never happens that we need you in the trailer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but don't get comfortable because you may get on another show and you may be in the background for the duration of the show. So mm-hmm. right. that's what's point. I think about status. It's a lot of ego, you know, and that ego, we have to take a little pen and bust it sometimes. Like, cause even me, <laughs> I mean, a movie, a feature may come here and we may be in the background and I'm okay with that. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And that's what I, yeah. And that's what I was going to say. The point is, is like, you know, we can work at whatever position in the trailer, but hey, there may be a show that I have to work background, and I'm fine with that. I'm so fine with that. Mm-hmm. Listen, as long yep. as I'm getting paid for what I'm doing, we got to be good with it. That's it. That's right. We have to be good. That's with that. right. That's right. Yep. And I think that's because we old mm-hmm. school, and we get that. Yeah. The new I school. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're fine yeah. with going I, in the background. I'm totally mm-hmm. fine. So, yeah, but well, some of the new well, school, they're like, background, whoa, what happened to the trailer? It's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a sign of the times in this industry because, you know, it's just totally different now, though. Um, yeah. It really is. Yeah. It just is so different. And, you know, like, there's so many things. It's, I've just seen so many so many changes, but I think it's just a sign of the times that we're living in, honestly. You've got these yeah. people who are, are going to act the way that they act, and that's the only thing you're going to get from them. You, they're not going to change. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to refuse to think the way we think. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I'm old school. I'm thankful because my experience was different, Very and good. I know you know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I know. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and that's why Last Look Chicago um, is important. You know? Yeah. No, you know, we didn't have a curriculum. We didn't have a, a workshop. No one told us about that and what that looked like mm-hmm. and when, when to go in and how, how to, you know, talk to a director. No one, no one told us anything. So I think it's a very privileged development program, if you ask me. I mean, I agree. You know, we we had 21 participants. I think everyone who is permit and who calls every Monday should have been on that Zoom. Because you don't know. And you'll get on set and you'll do something stupid and get fired, you know, because you thought you yeah. knew. And so we're providing information. We're providing, you know, the, the gems. We're dropping those gems. And it's like, this is, this is good information because I would have mm-hmm. never known. You know what I mean? So I just yeah. wish more people would take advantage of, in, in you know, the knowledge. Yeah. Let me ask you, ladies, Absolutely. this. So, so if you're if you're a department, let's just say one of you is department heading a show and the other one is keying the show, and mm-hmm. and you're looking to hire your team. Let's say you need a third, and you might need somebody to like kind of like run the background for you. Like, how do you, how do you go about hiring people to work with you? What are you looking for? <laughs> Well, it's, it's interesting because that's kind of what happened with us. 
Uh, Dina and I, the way we operate, we're so in sync. Like, we think alike, we move alike, uh, we operate very similar. She knows me when it comes to running things. I know her when it comes to running things. So it's almost like yin and yang in that regard when it comes to department heading and and, and being a key, right? Um Fortunately, we know a lot of the same people, and we share the same sentiment as far as our expectations when hiring a team. So say, for instance, the show we're currently working now. Um, We had a discussion about who we wanted to work. I had my idea of who I wanted my team to be. I reached out to them. Uh, There were, well, this show in particular, because there's so many moving parts, they allowed us to have a fourth, a permanent fourth, which is rare. And uh, there were some young ladies that Dita trained on the show that she had mentioned, and um, I trusted her. I trusted her judgment. She recommended the young lady we have now, and I'm like, yo, let's let's roll with her, you know, so – Luckily, um, we were very fortunate to have the squad that we have. For me, when I'm looking for people, I'll be honest, skill set for me is secondary. Um, What's important to me is your personality and the temperament and if you're coachable, if you're fluent in, in in that regard because I have to know that whoever we're working with, whatever cast that we're working with, they're going to be comfortable with them. Because I know there's going to be instances where I or whoever is assigned to that particular cast member may not be able to get to them. I have to be comfortable knowing that these are the people that I've hired are going to be able to rock with them as well, um, someone that I don't have to babysit. I need somebody in place where if I'm over here doing one thing, putting out fires, that my squad can handle things and I don't have to double back and, like, micromanage them. The show we're currently on, um, we shoot in blocks. So we shoot two episodes at a time. Luckily, they're half-hour shows, but we're shooting two episodes every 11 days. So 90% of the time, I'm in pre-pro. I have Mm -hmm. Dina and I have Robert and I have Danielle, and we have an additional that we snatched up. I know for a fact that I don't – there's some days where I don't even set foot on set, okay? I'm so comfortable because I know that my team has my back. I know that if anybody needs to handle anything, I don't even have to – Dita can go handle it without even having to come to me, you know, and I think that's how right. it should be. That's how it so should you be. Said you we got, can have fun. You're shooting – yeah? You're, you're shooting two – you said two episodes in every eleven days. Yes. Yes. And how long is this, how long is this show going to? <laughs> <laughs> We're filming it till September. September. Oh my! We started goodness. a month ago. We started a month ago, <laughs> gotcha. and it's a kids show. <laughs> with our saving grace is that these kids have pumpkin hours. I said, I swear to God, yes, I'm not working absolutely. another show with a cast member. That is over seventeen. I'm not doing it. <laughs> now, now, ladies, now, now, ladies, she just asked you all that question like she's never done that before for that length of time. 
Oh, right. you know. know. She's like, I ain't doing it now, and y'all doing it. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like. It's a doozy. <laughs> it's a doozy, but it's a lot of fun. And, man, I mean, we're learning so much. We're learning so much. Although we know what we know and, and we're very invested and, and, and skilled and got the, the years under our belt, there's still a lot of stuff that we're learning. You know, yeah. this is my first time department heading an episodic. I've done films and I've, you know, done theater, but as far as an episodic, this is my first time. So, you know, I'm learning as I go, and I'm just like, yo, wait a minute, hold on. But I'm riding that wave, and um, I'm learning, and we're growing, and we're pulling each other up, and we're supporting each other. They're so supportive. I'm so grateful. Uh, for the squad that that I have, because I, I really don't know if I would be able to do what I'm doing had it not be, been for Dita and and the rest of the peeps on on my in my department in our department, I should say. Yeah, well, it's also, thing, it's also a good thing. It's also a good thing that these are kids. Yes. With your yes. first episodic experience. So yes, that yes. helps. That saving grace, yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Absolutely. Well, ladies, last words from each of you, and then um, also, what is your definition of beauty? Oh, that's good. Okay. All right. Um, hmm. I'll say my last words would be be humble be coachable, be willing to grow. And as I have tattooed on my right arm, impossible is nothing. That's, those are my last words. Um, my definition of beauty is whatever the eye sees. I always say, you know, I create what the eye beholds. That's my mm-hmm. definition of beauty. So beauty is Whatever that is, as it pertains to you, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Nice, nice. So, love it. Uh, my last words would be, um, you know, be. Um, I, I, I ditto what Jessica was saying. Just be humble, um, persevere. You know, um, and uh, stay connected. You know. Um, yes. For all of us, it was a journey to get to where we are today. Um, mm-hmm. And know what your end goal in this in this business is. I know one of my end goals is to um, receive an Emmy and to get an Oscar for my work. Hello, for my craft yep. and makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and um, you know, work at it, network. Um, you know, get to know people, be coachable, be teachable, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think all four of us come from the old school, and there's a new generation, a microwave generation, and so it's almost like pulling teeth. <laughs> but just mm-hmm. be open and be coachable and, um, you know, learn all you can. Learn all you can. Um, and then beauty, uh, my definition of beauty, beauty is on the inside. It's what's inside of you, and that is what um, comes through. Um, Absolutely. Whatever your, your true beauty is on the inside. And that's that. 
Nice. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I, I love that. Um, I mean, this this particular topic we could talk all night about. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so, so, I'm looking at the timeline. So like, wow. much. Yes. 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 Um, well, we, we but would I'm love happy to come that, back. Just let us know. <laughs> uh, yep. Hey. Okay. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I'm I'm happy that um there's a lot going on in Chicago. I'm I'm glad that you two are working as a team. Um, I love to see like good, strong black leaders. Yes. in film and television. Um, yes. I'm glad that you guys are able to help those who are interested in coming in. Because it's one mm-hmm. thing to, you know, like kind of get – well, it's different because here in Atlanta um, some non-union people can work on shows. But it's one thing to give people opportunities, but it's also another t- to give people opportunities but also be available to teach them and to show them. You know, mm-hmm. It's one thing to say, okay, come on, you can come work, but you have to take the time to show the people the right way, you know, and, right. and bring up a, new, a, a big class of young, hungry, but well-trained artists. Um, so yeah, right. It's good, it's good what you guys are doing. Um, I, I just, I just wish you all well on this on this show. Thank you. <laughs> just taking you to September. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you think about it, though, no matter how easy the show is, you're working with kids or what have you, but it's still that's just a long time. It's yeah, still that's a long time, man. Well, you know what? Now, like, it's not our first rodeo. We we working in Chicago right. Fire in Chicago PD. We were doing ten months. I look back now, and I'm just yeah. like, Lord, I don't know how. I don't know how we I did know. it. I don't know how we did yeah. it. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Now, ladies, again, again, she's saying all that, but we're prepping. <laughs> we've been prepping. We, we're, 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 we're about going on a month for prep of a show wow. that we're going to shoot starting on the 21st going uh-huh. till November 1st. So I'm not uh-huh. understanding why she's saying this to you all. <laughs> Uh, she's not about to go through the same thing. <laughs> Look, we'll be wrapped. We'll be wrapped when you be uh, when you guys are uh, still working. <laughs> yep. Right. Right. Well, wait a minute. It looks like we have a caller, so really quick, I'm bringing this caller on. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hello. 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 Okay, maybe not. <laughs> All right, maybe not. Okay. They didn't say anything. Okay. Um, but you, but you know but, what I was um, thinking as you were talking. I don't know who's that talking. Is it Denise or Jen? Which Denise? one? Which one? Okay, it's Denise. Talking. As you, okay, as you were talking, I was thinking. You know, I know we're in COVID and what have you. But at some point, I would love for you guys to come to Chicago, and you know, because you guys are holding down. Atlanta on the A side, you know what I mean? Just to have Mm -hmm. some type of forum or seminar where people just come, you know what I'm saying, and hear you two powerful sisters talk about shows you guys represent and work on, you know, and just have that camaraderie and have that that presence, you know, because you two are powerful (laughs) as well. 
And so no. let's make that happen, you know. Yeah, let's make it happen. I was just thinking like that. Like, we should make that happen. And, you I'm know, with we, it. We, mm-hmm. you know, we can set up the venue here, you know, set up some director chairs. It could be real nice and sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with yeah. it. Let's make yeah. it happen. Yeah. So offline, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Cause, you know, y'all, y'all rap in November, so maybe we'll do it next spring. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it right. next spring or something. <laughs> right. Right. You know, it's a long time, yeah. y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, but that's something. Um, let's, let's definitely, you know, put that on our radar and make that happen. I think that'll be great. I think so, too. Absolutely. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. All right, ladies, we'll keep in touch. Um, yes, please. Keep us posted yes. how everything's going. Yes. And, um, yes. Yes. And we'll we'll chat Thank again. Thank you we'll so much you guys for having us. Sounds good. Yes. Thank you for having us, ladies. It was an Thank absolute Thank you so much for early. having us. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime. Great talking to you all. Good hearing your voice. Yes. Good hearing that you all are well. Yes. 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 Same oh, with you guys. Really quickly, shout out your um your websites, personal and business, whatever you want people to know, where to follow you, anything. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Dita, you want to go ahead and that. do it? Okay. Oh, so Last Look's Instagram is at the at sign Last Look Chicago. Uh, same thing on Facebook, Last Look Chicago. The website is www.lastlookchicago.com. Uh, my personal IG is I always get this. It's the at sign Jessica underscore the artist. So Jessica underscore T H E A R T I S T. Okay. Um, so again, Last Look Chicago. Follow us at Last Last Looks Chicago. I always say that Last mm-hmm. Looks Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. Our website is you can follow me at Dita, D-E-I-D-A, no R, D-E-I-D-A, Massey. Um, also follow my um, plant-based vegan lip line from Africa. It's Bixa. It's spelled B-I-X-A, Bixa Beauty. Um, and that's where you can find me. All right, ladies. Good, good, good. All right. Well, you ladies have a wonderful Ooh. evening. And we'll yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye bye. All right. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, ladies. Um, <clears throat> thank you guys for tuning in. And I know we went over a little bit, but that's cool. Um, again, follow these ladies. They're doing great things in Chicago. For those of you who are listening and you live in Chicago. Um, especially if you're trying to be a part of the union, make sure you check out Last Looks Chicago. These ladies have some great programs set up to, to help people um, with, with that. Um, so make sure you follow them on social media and check out their website. Lots of great information out there, and you can follow these ladies individually as well. You can follow us, Beauty Talk, on Instagram. We are beauty underscore talk underscore media. On Facebook, we have Beauty Talk Online, and Twitter, we have Beauty underscore Talk. You can follow my sister and I just by our names on all social media platforms. I am at Janice T. 
Janelle, that's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and my sister's at Denise Tunnell, D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right, and that's it for tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, like I said at the top of the show, thank you for those who will listen via the playback. Thank you um, to our listeners all over the world. We greatly appreciate you. We greatly appreciate your support. Um, Thank you for hanging in there with us. 14 years strong, and we're trying to keep it going. So, again, we thank you for your support. Thank you. um, And, again, thank you, Dita and Jessica. Have a good night, everyone. Good night.